0: What's up guys, Combat Addict here. I am actually really, really fucking tired right now. I just came back from uh, a protest and I feel kind of like a hypocrite in the sense that we were all talking about COVID-19 and how gathering is probably not the best thing to be doing. And then I go out and I engage in protest with roughly a thousand people in a street. Kind of makes me a hypocrite sort of feel a bit like an asshole, but, uh, I, I basically just thought it, thought about it like this, um, shit is seriously fucked up, uh, shit is really fucked up, we had a man die in the streets, again, and, uh, people are already outside, already protesting, already rioting, I put my face mask on. Uh, I went to the the protest area. It wasn't extremely dense You know, even though there were a lot of people I didn't come into close contact with all of them Um, and uh, Hopefully I did not Contract or spread coronavirus in any way shape or form. I don't know who knows Um, But man the world's never come together like this before like there are literally protests fucking everywhere. There are protests in fucking Amsterdam, New Zealand Germany, literally everywhere. And I just felt like for me to not, not go out and, and, and be a part of it. I almost kind of felt like it was like wrong to not be, to be so, you know, for the cause of police reform and things like that, but then not go outside. Because if everybody thought like I did, there'd be no protesting period. There'd be nobody outside and nothing would change so i decided that it does make a difference whether or not you go because you one person going is the same as all of those other thousand people thinking i'm one person i'm gonna go so that's why i went uh i wasn't planning to go last night but i got a text from an old coach he sent me a link for parking for the event and i was like you know what fuck it i'm gonna go so i went It was cool. Uh, I met some people and they were nice. Um, there was one, it was like two guys, like they were cousins and then the one guy's dad and, uh, they were dope. I mean, they were pretty cool. Um, they were nice to me. Thing is I was just walking by myself because as you all know, I'm a fucking loner at this point. So I don't fucking, I mean, I had... I have like somebody who I could have asked to go with me, but because this was a last minute decision, I just didn't think of it and, uh, they were busy anyways. So I was just by myself, you know, with my fucking mask on and my sunglasses and my fist up in the air, just doing the fucking black power thing. And these guys came up to me and started talking to me and shit. And, uh, yeah, the one dude's into music, uh, and, uh, the other one's into jujitsu and, uh, yeah, man, we just walked around and found a group. Found a group and chanted George Floyd and Black Lives Matter and all that good shit. And uh, the whole fucking street, man, was with us. Everybody driving by in their cars was honking. And uh, it really did feel like the whole fucking squad was, was on the same page. And that was cool. That was very cool. Very, very cool. Um, so I started my, my Saturday with that, I guess. It's it's like 5 now. Sorry I didn't upload the video yet. But as you can see, I was at a protest and so it's a bit later. But anyways point is that's where I was that's what I did interesting experience Um, I don't know if I made any difference doing that but I hope that perhaps somebody somewhere sees video or you know a photo of what went on in Niagara on that day and they say you know what even the Canadians are on board with this you know the entire world is crying for reform Let's reform. You know what I mean? Every little bit helps. Uh, a lot of crazy shit has been going on this week. I mean, unbelievable shit. I'm talking, like, police pushing old men over, and and the old men crack their fucking heads. Um, those two police officers get suspended, and 57 of their fellow police officers resign from their unit in support of the two men who pushed an elderly man down onto the ground. This isn't where I was originally going with this, but if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, uh, I might try to link a, a, a video of it in the description. Hope I can remember to do that. This is fucked. There's an old man, he walks up to these cops. Arguably, he shouldn't do this. Like, he shouldn't walk straight up to all these police, right? Bad idea. But these cops, instead of just walking around him, or restraining him like without full out pushing him decide to full out push him and he falls backward and hits when I say like hits his head I don't think you understand like he cracks his head in the sense that he hits the back of his head off of the pavement and then blood starts to pool under his head I don't know if you guys know this but if somebody hits you in the back of the head that is like the one of the worst places That someone can hit you. It is very easy to be knocked unconscious and die if you get hit in the back of your head. Like your whole fucking body shuts off. Okay? Now, it would be one thing if an officer pushed down somebody who was like young and, you know, maybe the officer thought that they could handle the push and then the person just couldn't push to handle the push. First off, you shouldn't just be shoving people around. Okay? But it would be one thing if they were young. The fact that this person is clearly old, like when I say clearly old, his hair is white, he looks frail, there's just no way you don't know, this is an old motherfucker, don't push him, they push him anyways, and you can tell that when he hits his head and the blood starts to pull, the officers kind of look back like, oh fuck, like that guy actually might die, right, in any case, they did it, They got suspended. I actually thought, I was like, man, fire those guys. Fuck those guys. With everything that's going on, with everything that's going on, you seriously push an elderly man? Fuck you. You should be fired. That was my first reaction. Perhaps that's too harsh. Maybe I'm just emotional because of everything that's going on. But honestly, I thought, man, if that guy dies, charge those motherfuckers. Because this is bullshit. Like, you can't just be shoving old people. What the fuck? But they got suspended, right? Didn't get, didn't get charged. They just got suspended. That's the first thing. Okay, whatever. They got suspended. 57 of their fellow officers resigned in what? Support of them? Guys, what the fuck? What do you, how are you resigning in support of somebody pushing an elderly man? I just don't understand this. So let me get this right. You believe that they should have pushed him or that they should not be punished for pushing him. I would love to hear the rationale for that. I would love to hear the argument for that because that is absolutely fucking ridiculous. That right there makes absolutely no fucking sense. I was trying to think of the ways that you could justify it, and I imagine the cops must feel something like, well, Our job is hard. And when you're out there all day and people are fucking with you and one old man comes up to you and he just gets in your way or says something disrespectful to you, you don't even think. You just push him. You just push him and he hits his head. And that's not because you're a bad person or because you're a bad police officer, even though it is because you're a bad police officer and I will explain, but it's because, you know, this is a stressful job. This is a stressful time and he shouldn't have approached us. Because effectively what he was doing was provoking us. Perhaps this is the rationale. I'm going to explain to you why that's bullshit. Okay. First off, you signed up to be a cop. You signed up to be better than the average citizen. So I don't give a fuck if you're stressed. I don't care. I really don't give a shit. Do we care when brain surgeons are stressed and they fuck up and like accidentally completely kill another human being on multiple occasions no we're like you need to stop being a brain surgeon because you're fucking up there are some jobs i mean obviously being a brain surgeon is much harder obviously but there are a bunch of other jobs where it's like you can't just afford to be like oh well fuck it like we hold soldiers to a very high standard of accountability. If a soldier is stressed and they have PTSD or whatever, and they kill a bunch of, in, of, of, uh, of uh, unarmed citizens, we're not like, oh, well, you know, they shouldn't be held accountable for that. They're soldiers. They see fucked up shit all the time. So it's only natural that every once in a while they're going to shoot some civilians. Are you fucking reti- no, that's- I almost said a bad word there. Are you fucking stupid? That is not how it works. If you sign up for that, you need to recognize that you're not allowed to get angry and violent anymore. You're just not like you don't have that option. You have too much power for that to ever be something you can do. And if you don't feel that you can perform your job without controlling yourself, you need training. It's not that, oh, woe is the fucking police officer, poor guy in blue, has had such a rough day and this old man's pissing him off, so you know what, it's fine that he almost fucking killed him. No! That's not how it fucking works, man. I'm sorry. I don't give a shit how stressed you are. You're a fucking cop. This is your job. This is your fucking job. I saw something, I don't know if Chris Rock actually said this. But 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 the quote was something like there are some jobs where you just can't afford to have bad apples. You're not allowed to be a bad apple if you're a cop. Like we shouldn't have this many bad apples. What the fuck? This is stupid. Oh, it's a bad apple. It's a bad. Do you know how many fucking bad apples we've seen this week alone? Not only that, how many bad apples go unchecked by other police officers in the fucking vicinity? Like. That's the next thing. So moving on from the old man, when these fucking cops see their like colleagues doing shit that is fucking evil, unjust, abusive, and just wrong, they don't say shit. They don't do a fucking thing. What? I don't know. I don't understand that at all. I'm sorry. Like it's one thing if you have some bad apples, but it's a whole other thing if the bad apple is fucking somebody up on the street and everybody else is like, "Yeah, keep doing that." I saw a video. I'm not I'm not even fucking kidding you. I think I already talked about this. There was a guy. He was prone on the ground, flat, face down, complying, shot point blank range in the back with a fucking beanbag gun and everybody else the cops everybody else around him were just like nothing wrong here just a normal day are you fuck- what the f- uh- just a normal day just a normal day my colleague is abusing his power and i'm just fucking standing here that's just how it goes this is madness, man. This is madness. And the 50, gu- the 57 guys who resigned when that old man almost lost his life, they're an example of this. They're not holding each other accountable. 57 of you, are you fucking kidding me? 57 of you, instead of being like, you know what? You shouldn't have pushed an old man, are like, you know what? You're my friend. And you pushed an old man? We all pushed an old man. What the fuck? Yo, honestly, my whole... Okay. The police are a fucking gang. They're a gang, bro. I'm telling you, like, they're a fucking gang. Cause I'm gonna tell you something right now. Gangsters. That's something that gangsters would do. That is something that a gang's that gangsters would do just based off of loyalty. I feel. I feel like if you're if you're if you're if you're you know associate in crime is doing some shit that they really shouldn't be doing. That is kind of sleazy. You know what I'm saying? You might just go with it because that's just the way, that's just the code. The code is just, the gang is above everything. The gang is above everything. This is the same ideology that the fucking cops have. What the fuck? That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. You're supposed to protect and serve the people. But that's not how they look at it, man. I'm telling you, they don't give a fuck about the people. They're protecting and serving each other. They're protecting and serving themselves, man. It's fuckery right now, bro. It's fuckery. It's, it's seriously fuckery. And I actually believe... And here's the thing, man. And this is controversial, but I seriously believe this. Like, The police are getting away with this because there is really no immediate repercussion for their actions. I feel almost as if and I'm not saying you need to arm all of the citizens, but I'm saying I feel almost as if if people in America like were more <clears throat> liberal with their with their, with their thoughts around guns, for example. Like if people in America, for whatever reason, literally started to form militias and fight the fucking police back and like shoot them, not saying to do this, but this is just a point I'm trying to make. The police would not be pushing old men. I'm telling you, if their lives were actually in danger or at risk, I guarantee you they would not be treating people the way that they are. The reason that they're beating the fuck out of people and macing people on the ground for no fucking reason is because they know they can. Let me tell you something. If a police if there was a video of a police officer macing a guy on the ground, and I've seen this. There's a vice there's a vice news video. It's like 12 minutes long. It's on YouTube. Go f- I might even link that in the description as well. There's a guy on the fucking ground on his own property. Like they own this gas station, I think it is or this store. He's on the ground. Oh, no, he's pressed. He's pressed for vice. And he's just saying, I'm pressed, I'm pressed. And he's on his fucking face, basically just looking up. I'm pressed, I'm pressed, I'm pressed. This cop walks by and just nonchalantly shoots him with fucking mace. For no reason. Like, the guy's complying. He's on the ground. I'm telling you right now. If he did that, and then he got fucking beat, if somebody, if a group of people beat the fuck out of him, or it became a trend where when police do things like that, they get seriously hurt, cops, I feel like would think twice before doing shit like that. But this is the problem with power when you don't have a check for it, because we can't all just get violent with police because that could just end bad. like that could just make it so that they they they're they're justified in using lethal force on people, right? But like, because there's no check, not violence, not not the not the not the not the you know other cops checking each other, they're just doing this shit with, 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 uh, with immunity and it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But this is the kind of, this is the kind of thing that makes people think we need to be able to have guns. This is the kind of thing that makes people think there is no peaceful protest. Like we have to, we have to fight with violence because if I'm going to be completely passive, completely passive, and you are going to harm me and I'm doing nothing, My natural reaction is to fuck you up. I'm sorry. Like, if I'm trying to be peaceful with you and you fuck with me, I'm telling you. Like, whether or not this is what you were supposed to do or whether or not this is what I would do, I'm telling you that in my soul, what I feel is fucking violence. I would enact violence on you. So I get it, man. I fucking get it. When I see somebody on the ground being maced in the face, I can, in my mind... It is not far-fetched to me that that person is going to come back the next day and shoot a cop in the head. Like, that is not far-fetched to me. I believe that that could happen, or is going to find a group of cops and beat the fuck out of them. Like, there's no reason why that won't happen if cops are treating people like this, because you're not giving them a choice. You're backing a dog into a corner and then pelting rocks at it. It's going to fucking bite you. Like. You understand what I'm fucking saying like you need to under I don't know whatever the the point is this is why people feel like they need the right to bear arms I feel because of shit like this if I have a gun I bet you you I bet you you change your tone I don't even have to use the gun I just have to have the gun on me so that you can see it I bet you you don't come up to me and shove me to the ground I bet you even if I'm not supposed to have a gun Even if I'm not even supposed to have the gun there, which probably in the US you can, there are open carry laws and stuff like that, okay? Even if I shouldn't have brought it to the peaceful protest, I guarantee you, if the peaceful protesters started to arm themselves, not in the way where they were pointing them at the police, but just in the way where they had them on them in front of the fucking police, the police would not be doing the shit that they're doing. I'm telling you. They would be like, this could be bad. Like, we could get fucked up. Like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die over some dumb shit. I got angry and decided to shove a protester. So another one of them shot me. I don't want... They're fucking cowards. They have all this power. They have all of these weapons. And they're using them on people who are completely defenseless. And that is the most disgusting thing to me. I fucking hate people like that. I fucking hate people like that. Anyways... um." enough shitting on the police for right now um one thing else i want to say that relates to the police uh i've heard a lot of people say stuff like um i mean actually you know what i'll save that i'll save that for um for a bit later uh guys I mean this is all I mean this is this isn't all we're gonna talk about today but but we might as well start off with it because that's what's going on with regards to riots and curfews okay so here's the thing I understand why they have curfews I'm not gonna sit here and say that I don't get it because it makes complete sense man uh, unfortunately bad shit happens at nighttime and when there are thousands of people in the streets and there's pandemonium and mayhem and distractions, there are those who want to, um, take advantage of a situation and and create chaos and steal and shit like this, right? And break things. And you got to understand that, like, we'll all say stuff like the people who are looting are disgusting, you know? The truth is and this is what I kind of realized there is a huge portion of the population that is actually criminal or just a little bit psychopathic or lacking empathy they don't even care that we say all that they don't care there are some people who are already breaking the law before this all started. And in their mind, they're just like, what's the difference between this and like d- committing fraud, like stealing people's credit card numbers, selling drugs? I do all that shit like regularly, anyways. Of course, I'm going to go fucking loot a store. That's what I feel like they would be thinking. And then there are young people who are impressionable and who aren't thinking. And who are just like, oh, what? Like, I can go get a bunch of free shit right now, and all my friends are doing it apparently, and we get to break stuff. Of course, I'm going to do that. Those people are going to look back on what they did and they're going to regret it, but they're young and they're not really, they're not really thinking about the thing correctly, but because that's all happening, it's kind of like, okay, well, we're the government of, of whatever, whatever state or city, and we need to protect the businesses and the people who own these businesses. There's gotta be a fucking curfew. There's gotta be, there's gotta be a point where it's like, okay, well, you know, these people. ...can't be out on the street because it's, 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 it's creating an opportunity for law and disorder. Right? That's what they're thinking. Now, I understand that the counter to this is that we don't give a fuck. Like, people are dying in the fucking street. And we don't care if you want to have a curfew. We are protesting. I get that. So, what's happening now, as far as I can tell... Is that people are outside, past the curfew. They're peacefully protesting, but they're outside past the curfew. So, police are trying to disperse them. And everybody's like, well, we're not doing anything. Like, we're not doing anything, man. Like, we're just fucking... And, and like, I get that. I don't know why. I just got really hippy, hippy, dippy. but And I get that, but, like... You got to understand that at that point, they're not upset with you because you're peacefully protesting. They're upset with you because it's past curfew and technically now you're breaking a law. Temporary law, but still a law, or I guess I would say a rule, not a law. So with that being said, I almost can't get upset with the dispersal of crowds past curfew it's like well there's a reason that they have this fucking curfew man like if you guys are all out here once again it's gonna make it like and you know you are peaceful protesters but say that there are other people who come and they start to just you know hand out debauchery like what are you gonna do stop them probably not but that doesn't mean that i think that there should be a curfew. It just means that I think, you know, I understand why there's a curfew. I think that what the police should be doing, instead of amassing 80 cops on one street to disperse a crowd of peaceful protesters because it's past curfew, what they should be doing is creating 8 groups of 10 police who patrol the city and look for looting. The people who are peacefully protesting should be able to keep peacefully protesting. It's those people who are rioting that you need to actually target. Forget about the peaceful protesters. Take away the curfew. Because at this point, if you're the government, in my opinion, you should recognize that people don't give a fuck about your curfew. And rightfully so. So it's not time for you to flex your muscles and show them that the curfew must be enforced. You need to be flexible And you need to realize that the curfew is not going to fucking work. You shouldn't have put it there in the first place. And that what you do need to do is change your policing tactics. That's what needs to happen. But they don't want to do that. They just want to assert their authority. Which is fucking stupid. And the thing about it is, and and, and I know a lot of people don't like, don't necessarily like people like this because they view them as right wing or militaristic. But Jocko, Jocko Willink... And, and uh, the Battle of Ramadi is a perfect example of of changing your tactics based on the situation to achieve success, okay? The Battle of Ramadi, from what I remember, was a fucking bloodbath, really intense fighting, and it was nearly impossible to win because Ramadi as a city was covered in... um. Jesus, who are they fighting? Were they fighting ISIS? No, they were fighting Al-Qaeda at this time. They were fighting, a te- I think it was Al-Qaeda, because Jocko was, he was active way before. Um. Anyways, fighting a terror, fight, oh, hold on, I'm getting, <laughs> knock on the door. Uh, what's up, bro? Yeah, man. Uh, You're trying to get out now? Yeah. Alright, man, uh, I'll come and we'll move the car, okay? Alright, cool. Uh, guys, so, I have to go move my car. Uh, perfect timing, right? Um, hopefully I won't be gone for more than, like, two seconds, but remember, we're talking about the Battle of Ramadi and Jocko Willink. Um, consider this an intermission. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Uh, uh, play a, play a fucking elevator song on your phone while I'm doing this and just wait for me to come back I guess and I don't have the fucking capability to edit this video yet so it's just gonna have to run because I'm not doing two parts I do not want to do two parts I really don't want to you. Muy <laughs> si <laughs> Okay, I've returned. The intermission is over. So, as I was saying, the Battle of Romani was super fierce because uh, the the terrorists basically owned the city. And so if you were going to try to push in, uh, it was almost like you couldn't like take a fucking breather, right? Like you just have to be fighting the whole fucking time because they'd be coming from all angles. It was just fucking... You couldn't, you couldn't come in, claim territory, and then leave again. Because they would just fucking retake the territory. This is like what I remember. I don't know if this is 100% accurate. But go listen to the podcasts with Jocko Willing on them. Sam Harris has some. Uh, Joe Rogan has some. Uh, Jocko himself has a podcast. Uh, check those out. I might try to link those in the description as well. Lots of things that we're linking in the description. All of which I probably cannot fucking remember. Uh, we got... Old man getting pushed over, Vice, and Jocko so far. So we'll try to remember all that. In any case, what they did was they changed their fucking tactics, okay? Instead of pushing in, claiming territory, and then pulling back, what they did was they set up shop in the territory. So they pushed in, took a building, just took an entire building, created defenses around it, and just continued to do that until the entire city was U.S. territory. It worked. It was fucking risky. It had never been done before. But guess what? They got the results that they were looking for. And they got the results that they were looking for because they had the wherewithal and the intelligence to be like, you know what? This way that we're doing things isn't fucking working. It's not good. Let's try something different. And that's what the police are failing to do. That's what the authorities in America are failing to do. They're failing to open their minds and step outside of a box and be like, you know what, we have a problem. We have people who rightfully should be protesting, but we also have looters. We also have rioters. What do we do about both of them? How can we allow people to protest and still quell rioting? The only thing I will say is that because COVID-19 is real, COVID-19 exists, all of this protesting and all of this rioting is really going to fuck the world up, man. Like dude, like like in 2 weeks, I don't know I don't know what's going to go down, but like there are going to be a lot of new cases. There are going to be a lot of grandparents that die. If you are a smoker, I'm sorry cuz this is this like you're at high risk and this shit is going to spread fast. Um but if that's the reason that they don't want people out in the streets, and that's why they're cracking down so hard, they need to fucking say so. Because if they don't say so, like people are not gonna just respond to to police brutality. That's that's not the way. It's not helping their their cause at all. Uh, I don't. I feel like I don't even need to say this. Um, Donald Trump is an idiot. Uh, he he literally had an entire street cleared of people so that he could walk across the street and hold a Bible up in his hand. That was ridiculous. Uh, This is, I think, the, the last thing I want to talk about with respect to George Floyd and the protests and everything that's going on. I keep hearing... And I'm fucking... I love Joe Rogan so much. I love Joe Rogan, man. Joe Rogan is my role model. I'm serious. Um... But sometimes he says things and I don't agree with them. And one thing that he said that I don't agree with, and I think that Joe just didn't want to be wrong on this. I might link to this podcast in the description as well. Crystal Ball uh, is, uh, is uh, talking about, basically, from what I could hear, is that she was saying something like, you know, this isn't just one instance, you know what I mean? It isn't just one instance of, of, of violence and police brutality that has caused people to freak out like this. And Joe essentially ignored all of that and said, it's just crazy to me that just one cop killing one person could start all of this national outrage. Joe, I'm sorry, but you're, you're fucking wrong about this, okay? I love you, but you're fucking wrong, okay? This is not, I repeat, this is not one cop and one incident. It isn't even three or four cops and one incident. It is every cop and every incident that has been happening for the decades-long struggle to become equal for the black community. It's Trayvon Martin. It's Eric Garner. It's Philandro. It's, I didn't even hear about this, uh, Brianna. It's, It's George Floyd. It's all of these people. It's all of it. You cannot say, Joe, I'm sorry. You cannot say it was one cop started all this. Oh my God. No, that makes it, you're, 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 you're making it seem like it's in a bubble. Like, okay, well, we had one incident and the whole country is freaking out now. Joe, have, where have you been for the past, like, like even five years, 10 years, man? Don't don't even get me started on Rodney King. That shit happened, I was, I don't even know if I was born yet. This shit has been going on for a while and we're fucking sick of it. That's what. LeBron James has been talking about this for a long time. Remember Shut Up and Dribble? This isn't fucking new. This isn't one incident. It's a pattern. It's a pattern and people are fucking sick and tired of the shit. So you can't say that. And I feel it's disrespectful and, and, and tone deaf and, 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 and it's, 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 it's not genuine. You, you, you can't, uh, to say that it's wrong. It's, it's disrespectful and it's wrong and it's, and it's not genuine. You're not being, you're not being, you're being disingenuous when you say that. Well, I guess disingenuous, you have to be, you know, intentionally doing so, but you need to recognize that you're, you're, you're fucking, you got blinders on, man. You get blinders on when you say that. So, fucking no, guys. It is not one one thing. It's a lot of things. And, and here's the thing. I will say this. This is the one that broke the camel's back. This is the one where everybody, unanimously, across the world, and I'm so proud of everyone, is like, this is fucking bullshit. I am tired of this. This is wrong. This is the first time that I have seen so many people who aren't even black, who aren't even who aren't even American or North American or whatever, stand up collectively and say, no, this cannot continue. This is fucking bullshit. It's wrong and it needs to stop. This is not one incident. This is a catalyst. This is the moment for change. And, um... I'm proud of everybody, man. Seriously. Uh, even though I'm a loner and I don't, I don't really, I'm connected with some people, but I'm not connected with a whole bunch of people. Um, I'm, I'm proud of the community and the world for, for, for standing up for what they believe is right. Um, it's a shame that it happened in the middle of a pandemic. I actually believe that we're in for some rough shit in the coming months, man. I think that, uh, while we may get reform and change, we also may get a lot of of a lot of other fucked up things that go on. I just, uh, I have a feeling that this isn't, um, I think that we're in a calm and there's a storm coming and that, that kind of makes me sad, but um, at the very least, you know, at least people are finally on the same page. It's not just about not being racist, it's about being anti-racist. I hadn't even heard this before. It's about being anti-racist and it's true, man, like... Listen, if somebody makes a stereotypical joke and it's not even that funny, whether it's to you or, or, or at you or whatever, don't feel like you have to laugh. Don't feel like be- because you want to make other people comfortable that you have to indulge their, um, <clears throat> their 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 low-grade racism. You know what I mean? Racism isn't funny. And the more we make jokes like this, And I believe, I actually really do believe this. The more we make jokes like this about race and stereotypes and all this shit, I just feel like it just further entrenches the divisions between us. And I really think, man, like, and look, I'm not going to fucking tell anybody that they can't make these jokes. I'm not going to fucking tell them that, okay? But I am going to give them the social pressure of just disapproval. I'm not going to laugh. If it's not funny, I'm not going to laugh. And when you see that I'm not laughing, you're going to realize that it's like, okay, like whatever, man, like it's not fucking cool. Like if you want to, if, if the jokes are clever, if they, if they are just genuinely funny, I'm sure that like every once in a while, just because I can't control myself, I will laugh. But just generally, like I'm not giving you pity laughs for these stupid fucking jokes anymore because you're, you're, you're white or, or Asian or whatever. And you want to make a black joke and see if I'm okay with it. I don't know why you would want to do that. That's something that I've always thought is so fucking strange. People like, they're like, you know, I was going to make this joke, but it's kind of racist. And I have to be like, no, I'm cool. Like I'm cool with it. Whatever, man. Hey, I don't care. I, I, I acknowledge that you're a good guy. Like what's the joke? And so then they tell me this racist joke and I feel obligated because I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. And I don't want to be uncomfortable either. I kind of have to laugh at their joke. And it's like, Man, this is bullshit what we're doing. The fact that you even want to make this joke in the first place. And the fact that you need to implicitly ask for permission to tell the joke. It's just like, man, like, why? Why? That's my question. Why? What the fuck? What value does this joke bring you? And I am still the kind of person who, like, look, man, I i, I don't want to... And, and it's not because I want to make jokes like this. But it's because I don't want to take freedom from anybody else. Else per se um I still believe like if you want to make risque jokes like alright man I don't feel great about it I don't like it but like whatever Uh, but um, but yeah man I I really I really do believe that the world is changing and um, I want to be a part of that change I don't want to be stuck in the ways where we're fucking making jokes at the expense of everybody else around us. You know what I mean? Instead, we should be making jokes that are just funny and, and and nice and great and relatable on a level that is human rather than a level that is divided by this construct of race because there is no biological construct for race. It doesn't exist. All right? It's like telling me that, 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 uh, that uh, this black guy over here with brown eyes is a different race than me. Because I've got black eyes. It's, it's, that's, we're the same fucking species. There's no fucking race, man. It doesn't exist. It's the same. It's the same as 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 gender in a sense. That the gender is something you choose. Gender is something that you put onto your body. Gender isn't something that you can point to. It's not real. It's not. You know what I mean? Like I, there's nothing. If you strip somebody down and you put their skeletons beside each other, there there's not going to be an indicator of gender. It's just, well, that's just bone structure. Gender doesn't exist. Or at least it exists in construct form. That's it. It exists in the sense that you believe that gender exists and that you can choose it and that you feel it, but it isn't objectively present in the world. The race is the exact same way. It is not objectively present. You may think it is because somebody looks a certain way and they look different from you and your brain, a human brain looks for patterns. And so you try to come up with explanations. Well, there's a difference there. That difference must be something. It can't be nothing. But the truth is there is no difference. You're just a different kind of human. There are all kinds of things. There are different kinds of guitars, still a fucking guitar. Anyways, man, not one bad cop, a lot of bad cops, a lot of bad cops and a lot of dead black people and some, some dead, dead, uh, people who aren't even black. Police are a problem, man. They have a power problem. They have a race problem. They have a power problem, and it needs to be and it needs to be fixed. And the way to fix it is to change the systems that be. Uh, I'm gonna put a link in the description uh, that'll take you to a website where you can see for your own eyes the the specific facts of like what can we do, what can we change. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a there's a there's a I guess a, a letter by Neil deGrasse Tyson that I'm gonna put in there he he has suggestions as well that give actual content to the to the to the protest uh, so I'm gonna put that there as well but yeah man that's uh that's that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about some less heavy heavy shit now I think I got pretty much all of that out of my system I think I said pretty much everything I wanted to say about that uh, something that I that I um, and, and if you guys know anything about my mouth, does the talking we literally just talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about? All right, there's a lot of current shit, but there's also just me talking about shit that I want to say. So, uh, something that I've, I've always found weird is Japanese sexuality. Japanese sexuality has always baffled me. Like the tentacle shit and, and I I have a friend who who told me she went to Japan and uh, there was a store with these dolls and these dolls are underage, like they're underage. like they're like they're like they're little kitty kitty sex dolls. And it's just it's just out in the open. You you could just buy one. What the fuck is that? What I mean, what's going on with that? That's what I want to know. I don't I don't understand that. And uh That is just a weird that is just a weird thing to exist in a store. And my whole thing is, it's like, should that exist? Should that exist, man? I mean, I, I just feel like... I don't know, man. There's... Okay, so think about it like this. Some people would say that you should have those little weird peto dolls. Because, at the very least, if somebody and we've already talked about this on the podcast before i don't i don't believe that you can choose who or what you're attracted to right so some people would say well maybe it's good that a pedophile has a has an outlet or something you know what i mean it's just i feel gross just fucking saying it it's just maybe it's a good thing that they've got this like alternative to because really truthfully they've got no they've got no other outlet because every any form of gratification for them is illegal like they can't look at pictures of kids that's just gross i can't even fucking say this shit you know what i'm saying they they, they 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 don't have the option to satisfy that craving you know what i'm saying you know minus doing creepy shit like I don't even want to fuck. We, okay. We talk about hard. We talk about the tough shit on this fucking podcast. Okay. Minus going on fate. Ah, fuck. Finding like a, like a profile that belongs to a young person and browsing it. Right. Can't even look at the fucking camera. That's like probably the only form of satiation that they can get or, or, you know, using their imagination or going on you know, Pornhub and trying to find the smallest, most petite girl they possibly can. Um, some people say that that's why, like a lot of people, just go to Thailand. They go to Thailand and and then they find little, little tiny Thai girls who are who are underage, and they they do their thing, you know. But other people might say that really, all that they're doing is trying to feed something that is insatiable, right? Like, okay, what if I told you that you could never have sex again, ever. But you could watch porn. You could watch porn, you could buy sex toys, all that shit, right? but you can't have sex. Not that, no, not even that you can't have sex. That you're not supposed to have sex. You can have sex, but if you do, I'm going to put you in jail and you might be killed in jail. How many people could do it? I'm not saying that nobody could do it. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that the argument might be something like, eventually, all of that other stuff is just not going to be enough. It's just not going to be enough. Eventually, these guys are going to go from the doll to a person. And for that reason, we shouldn't have these dolls. I I, I think... You know what I'm, okay, this is what I'm saying, and I it's hard to really put my thoughts together in my head. I have to almost talk them out. That's why this podcast is called "My Mouth Does the Talking." I don't think that you really are going to have much of a difference in the rates. Actually, no, you probably would in the, in a positive sense if you allow dolls like that. There is a chance that perhaps seventy percent. Of those pedophiles who would have acted on those urges beforehand won't maybe 30 percent still do but at least you've got 70 percent less activity right because the truth is the truth is if they don't have these dolls they're still gonna they're still gonna you know search the internet surf the internet try to find satisfaction that way and in the, in, that, in that sense, it's just a, it's just once removed, you know what I'm saying. But it's less satisfying than I'm sure a doll would be. So for that reason, man, I'm thinking that uh, it's fucking gross. I don't want to. I don't even want to say it. But I actually don't think that getting rid of those dolls would be a good idea. I actually think that we are going to have those dolls in Western society very soon. I believe that things are going to change. People are going to start to look at individuals like that differently. And it's just going to be kind of something that people don't really like to talk about, but that they acknowledge is real. It exists. It's normal in Japan right now, and it's going to be normal here someday. In the same way that face masks masks were normal in in Eastern culture, and now they're normal in Western culture, at least temporarily. But uh, then it makes you wonder, like, what are the rates... What are the rates of, 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 of pedophilia in like Japan versus, versus America or other places? I mean, cause the populations are different. So we got to look at the rates, right? And this is, I almost don't want to say this, but it's a legitimate thought that I'm having and I could be ignorant. I could be an idiot. Look, I'm not the fucking authority on knowledge. Okay. I can say things sometimes that are fucking stupid. But one thing that, that I have noticed, is that Japanese, Chinese, Asian individuals are, their their ancestry makes it such that they're, they're less, they're much, they're, they're they seem to me to be smaller, and their features are less pronounced. So, where you might see, like, a Colombian woman with crazy curves, or something like that, for, for whatever reason, you don't see many, many Asian women like that. In my experience Asian women tend to be pretty petite pretty pretty small and in a way less I don't want to offend anybody here but this is truly a thought it's a real thought I have and I'm embarrassed to say but it's a real thought that I have they're almost more infantile In their appearance at times because they don't have pronounced features in the same way that like a child is sort of like a straight board you know what I mean not to say that Asian women are all straight boards but what I'm saying is they're very petite in that skinny kind of smaller way they're not they don't look like infants but they just have less pronounced features So if I was to say that somebody has, like, gone through a massive change through puberty and somebody has just, like, had, like, a relatively modest puberty, that's kind of what I'm trying to say. not trying to say that Asians just look like kids, because they don't. Like, I can tell when there's an Asian woman and when there's, like, an Asian eight-year-old. There's an obvious difference. There's a part of me that wonders... if individuals of Asian ancestry, for that reason, because the truth of the matter is, we used to have men marrying 14-year-old girls. That used to happen, right? That means that on some level or plane, biologically, biologically, there are people out there who are hardwired or driven in such a way that they can be attracted to someone that age. So is it possible that because Asian women are less pronounced, let's say, sometimes, not all the time, that Asian men can more easily be with younger women, and that this is the reason that little kitty dolls exist in stores. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought about it. And I just thought like. That would kind of make sense. You know. I mean that's a. That's a a cultural thing. But it's. It's also an ancestral thing. You know. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe it has nothing to do with it. but anyways that's 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 a fucking thought and uh, moving on Um, do I even want to talk about that honestly I don't even want to talk about that okay it's been about an hour Uh, if you like the video you know give it a thumbs up if you dislike the video give it a thumbs down, if you got something you want to say, if you want to reply to anything I said, go ahead, put a comment down there, maybe somebody will reply to you, I mean, if you ask me to reply to you, I'll reply to you, um, but yeah, man, that is, uh, that is, what is this, episode fucking 12 of my mouth does the talking, I don't even know, I don't even know what episode it is, um, Yeah, folks, I'm going to eat fucking all of these cookies now that I got from Subway. Free plug for Subway, because I fucking love cookies. I'm a cookie slut. I'm a whore. Cookie whore. I'm talking, I'll fucking gobble like four cookies in ten minutes. I don't give a fuck. They're big, too. Look at these. Look at these fucking hefty bitches. Look at that. That, This is my fucking hand. This is my fucking hand, and that's the cookie. I've got fucking 12 of them. 12. I am so fucking gross. I'm disgusting. The only thing that stops me from eating cookies is the sickening feeling I get in my stomach when I eat more than two of them at one time. That's it. If it wasn't for that, I would just fucking eat them. Eat them all. I'm gross. Anyways, man, that's that. Um, Peace and love, everybody, and positivity where where you can find it.